Welcome back to the Gathering Place of All Nations weekly podcast. This Monday night, Jonathan Edwards encourages us to make the most of our talents and hear the voice of God. I pray this message blesses you and your ears are open to hear what God is saying. First Chronicles 29 verse 11. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory, the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord. You are exalted as head over all. Psalm 145 verse 11. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power. Matthew 6 verse 13. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Aren't you glad it's forever? Forever. Amen. 1 Corinthians 4 verse 20. For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. You know, these verses that I've read to you tonight are scriptures that speak about the kingdom of God. It's a kingdom that's not man's kingdom. It's a kingdom that's not the devil's kingdom. It's a kingdom that's not a temporal kingdom, but it's God's kingdom. And it's very clear in these verses and many other verses that when the word kingdom is mentioned, the word power is also mentioned. Kingdom and power automatically go together because when there is a manifestation of the kingdom of God, there is always a manifestation of power. Paul said the kingdom of God is not in word. Praise God for word, but it can't just be in word. It's not in word, but in power. When the kingdom comes, power comes. When there's a manifestation of the kingdom, the sick are healed. The blind see. The deaf hear. The lame walk. The sinner is saved. When the kingdom comes, God's will is done on earth As it is in heaven, the kingdom of God is the rule and the reign of God in action. When we talk about kingdom, we're talking about God's dominion. We're talking about God's divine authority. Authority which enforces the will of God on earth. Whenever there is a proclamation of the kingdom... There is always a demonstration of power. This is what you find in the life of Jesus. The message of Jesus, the mission of Jesus was to herald and to declare that the kingdom had arrived. That it had broken into time and space and released fallen humanity from the powers of the evil one. The first message that Jesus preached in Matthew 4 verse 17 and Mark 1 verse 15 is repent 
For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus brought the kingdom into the here and now. And Jesus said the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God is at hand. The word at hand means it's here. Hallelujah. It's come. It's arrived. It's present. Not in fullness because that will happen when Jesus will return. But it is here. The kingdom. The king's domain is here. And because the kingdom is here, the spirit is here. And the Spirit's power is available tonight to break through into your life. I want you to know, and I say this on the authority of the Word. On the authority of what Jesus has said. On the authority of what Peter and Paul have said. There is enough power in this room tonight to heal every sickness. Every sickness, every disease. There's enough kingdom power and a kingdom authority to erase and remove every demonic stronghold from your life in Jesus' name. You know, when you read the Gospels, you find out that Jesus spoke more about the kingdom than he did about money, than he did about heaven and hell, than he did about the church. The kingdom was central to the message and the mission of Jesus. Jesus starts and he finishes in Acts chapter 1 teaching about the the theme of the kingdom of God flows all the way through the gospels and you know if the kingdom message was so important to Jesus it has to be so important to us because as you understand the message and the power of the kingdom, you realize that, that kingdom message and that kingdom gospel continues through you and through me. We carry the kingdom of God within us wherever we go. We carry his authority. We carry his dominion. We carry his ability to rule and reign in life. Life does not rule over us. We rule. We reign over life. So there is divine power can be released through our lives. We live to advance the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God break into our world in which we live. That means our homes, our streets. Our workplaces, wherever we go, the kingdom goes. We carry that authority. That kingdom authority. We carry kingdom power. Jesus said this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in every nation of the earth. And then the end will come. Wherever we go, our prayer needs to be. What Jesus told us to pray, which is simply, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I want you to know, believer, that that, that prayer is not future. That prayer is now. It calls the power of 
of the age to come into the here and now. It's decreeing that the authority and the, and the power of this kingdom will manifest in people's lives on earth. As it is in heaven. As believers. Is to bring the kingdom, the rule, the power, the authority, the government of God. There are natural governments, but our job is to bring the government of God into every sphere of society. Come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And Anna prayed for a lady. She came out for prayer. And you know, as she came out for prayer, as you know, sometimes you're moving in the gifts of the Spirit and you discern in your spirit what's going on in somebody's life. And you know, we immediately discerned that there was a cancerous tumor in her body that was caused by a spirit of darkness. Some diseases, some illnesses come through a spirit of and we caught that in the spirit we saw it her body and we curse that disease you don't negotiate with a disease you rebuke it in the name of Jesus you curse it you command it to leave we commanded healing to come into her body on earth it is in heaven we commanded heaven's power heaven's realm heaven's government to take over her body and you know the next time we saw her she told us that and she had a checkup and that tumor had completely shrunk and there was no cancerous cells in her body on earth on earth as it is in heaven, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. When the kingdom comes, heaven comes. Salvation comes. Healing comes. Deliverance comes. Breakthrough comes. Prosperity comes. On earth, heaven's realm invades our lives. And the king takes his rightful place through the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. That kingdom realm invades and removes everything that's darkness from the lives of people. We've got to command the kingdom to come. You see, if Jesus has authority, you have authority. Kingdom means authority. Kingdom means rule. Kingdom means dominion. You're not waiting for authority. You're not waiting to rule and reign. If the king lives within you by the Holy Ghost, you have that ability to live like that right now. Jesus said in Luke 17 verse 21, he said, the kingdom of God is within you. If the kingdom is within you by the presence of the Holy Spirit, authority is within you. Rule is within you. Dominion is within you. 
You're not a slave to sin. You're a child of God. In fact, the book of Colossians says that you've been transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. You live right now in the king's domain. You might be in this world, but you don't belong to this world. You are a citizen of heaven. You're legally a child of God, blood-bought, washed, cleansed, sanctified. Royalty. You're not a spiritual beggar. You're more than a conqueror. You're a victor. You don't live by fear. You live by faith. You're not asking for authority. You have authority. You're not praying for victory. You stand in victory. You're positioned. In victory, greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. See, Christ is the victor. He's the king of kings and the Lord. And right now, whatever you're facing in your life, Jesus Christ has all power and all authority and all dominion. And if he lives in you, you can have the same power and authority and dominion. And maybe tonight is the night where you need to take your eyes off your problem. And take your eyes and your emotions off the troubles that you're facing right now and see that Jesus is bigger. And Jesus is greater. And that Jesus has finished his work at the cross and is seated right now at the, beside the Father, at the right hand of the Father, hallelujah, with every enemy underneath his feet. Yeah. Ephesians 1 verse 21 says that Jesus is far above all principality and power, and every name that is named. I don't care whether it's the name of cancer, whether it's the name of leukemia, whether it's the name of arthritis, whether it's the name of Alzheimer's. I don't care what name is plaguing you right now. There is a person who is above every other name, and his name is Jesus. He's above every name that is named. Not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he has put all things, not some things. He has put all things under his feet. Matthew 28 verse 18, Jesus said this, all authority. There's a kingdom word there. He didn't say some authority. He said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. And Jesus didn't stop there because in verse 29, he speaks about his authority and then he gives us the ability to go with our authority because in verse 19, he says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations in them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, because He has all authority. Jesus has all authority. He's sending us with His 
authority to rule and reign in life and make disciples of all nations. Left us helpless. He hasn't left us hopeless. He's placed his dominion and his rule and his power within us. There's nothing that we can't overcome. There's no nation we can't go to and preach the gospel with signs and wonders following. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the word of God. We have the right to rule and reign in Christ. Hallelujah. We've got to believe who we are in Christ Jesus. Luke 10 verse 19, behold, I give you, this is Jesus talking here, not this preacher. Behold, I give you to trample on serpents and and over all the powers of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. We have authority. Jesus has placed his authority on He's given us authority over all the works of the enemy. And we've got to believe that. We've got to stand in that. We've got to say to the enemy, if he's coming to steal and rob and destroy from you tonight, we've got to stand up on the inside and say, devil, I'm taking my stuff back in Jesus' name. You're not going to steal my joy. You're not going to steal my health. You're not going to steal my kids. You are an enemy. You are an intruder. Jesus has all all power and authority and he's placed that within me. His kingdom is within me and I'm ruling over you tonight and I'm rebuking you in the name of Jesus. Praying and I'm commanding you to go. I'm resisting you and you must flee. Let me mention quickly. Three spheres of kingdom rule. The Lord wants to see operating and manifesting in our lives in these days. Firstly, we have to rule ourselves. If kingdom is about rule, rule starts with me and it starts with you. You have to rule internally. The kingdom of God, the rule of God, the government of God has got to come to your mind, beloved. Come to your emotions. This that we are internal. that can be like a storm within your soul you can't allow them to rule you you've got to rule them your spirit is born again but let me tell you your mind is not your mind has to be renewed by the word of God you've got to get that word into your mind and into your soul it's got to be there's got to be that washing of the water of the word every day to purify you and cleanse you and fill you you can pray in tongues and speak in tongues and dance around the room as much as you want but if you aren't in the word 
Your mind will go all over the place. You've got to allow that word to renew you and change you and transform you to be like Jesus. You've got to allow God's thoughts to become your thoughts. You've got to allow the word of God to transform you from the inside out. You've got to let God's word richly dwell within you. And be men and women that are not only full of the spirit, but also full of the word. That's a daily choice. That's a daily choice that every one of us has to make. Jesus said, in Matthew 6, verse 33, he said, Seek first kingdom of God and his righteousness, the right way of doing things. If we're seeking first the kingdom, the kingdom has to firstly come to my life. It's got to come to my mind. It's got to come to my thoughts. It's got to come to my emotions. If I can't rule myself, how can I rule anything else? If I can't bring authority to me, how can I deal with authority in others? How can I deal with those devils if I can't deal with those devils that are plaguing me? I've got to rule my mind. I've got to bring an internal order to my life. What is true for me is true for you. I am saddened and I am amazed at how many Christians are bound by anxiety. Fear. We're dead to sin. We're alive in Christ. We don't have to be bound by anything. I know we're a work in progress and we're on a journey. I understand that. And sometimes I think I've dealt with something 20 years ago and then it'll raise up its ugly head and I think, where did you come from? That's why every day you've got to die to self. That's why every day you've got to focus not just on the resurrection, but also on the cross. That's why Paul said, I die daily. You've got to kill that flesh. You've got to die to it every day and deal with the old man. Problem is, a lot of Christians put on the old man. No, no, no. You put off the old man and you put on the new man. You've got to remember that old things have passed away. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Don't live imprisoned by negative thoughts, carnal thoughts. Take control of your mind today. Listen, you don't have to live like you lived before you before you didn't know Christ, you can live as a new creation. You have the power of the Holy Spirit. You have the word of God. As you dwell on that word, as you allow the Holy Spirit to transform you, you will be changed. You've just got to get the wrong thoughts out and get the right thoughts in. And that comes by meditating on the word day and night. Joshua 1 verse 8, you've got to get in that word. You've got to devour that word, that Logos word, that Rhema word. That's the only thing that demolishes strongholds in your mind and brings down these false imaginations and those wrong thoughts that have bound you up. Tonight is the night to be free from them and to move on.
You know, many years ago, I went through a dark season of the soul. I lost my job. I was sick. And because I had a sickness in my body, I started listening to my emotions and my thoughts in my head. That's, that's, that's going down a wrong path. And you know, as I listened to my emotions and I listened to my thoughts, I started thinking that I was depressed. I started thinking that I was having a breakdown. I thought I need to go to the doctors because I was listening to the wrong thoughts. Can you hear me now? You see, the right thoughts are what God's word says. The wrong thoughts are what the enemy and circumstances would say. Focus on the right thoughts. Focus on the promises of God that are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. The wrong thoughts will cause fear. The right thoughts will bring faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The only way to replace fear is by getting faith in your heart through the word of God and meditating on those promises. And I was going down the wrong path. And I went to the doctors and he put me on medication. And you know that medication made me feel so much worse. Then when I was on medication, I started having headaches. I woke up with sweats in the night. And I started praying to the Lord. And he said to me, he said this, he said, son, you need to stop listening to what your head is telling you to do. And he said, son, you need to start believing what my word is telling you to do. He said, all you need to do right now is use the name that is above every other name. Repent, believe, use the name that is above every other name. Use that name. All you need, son, is the name. Holy Spirit said, go through John 14 and John 16. It's all in a name, son. So I went through those scriptures and I started speaking the name of Jesus. I'm telling you something, that anxiety lifted off me. That depression lifted off me. That fear lifted off me. That, that sickness lifted off me. I threw away those tablets and within 24 hours I was completely healed and I have never had that affliction again. There's healing in the Word. You know, even when you can't get in the prayer line, you can be in your house. There's medicine in the book. You've just got to open this book and read this book. And this book will heal you from the inside out. You can lay hands on yourself and the sick will recover. These hands are holy hands. These hands are anointed hands. You can use these hands and heal yourself in Jesus' name. I'm telling you what God did for me, he can do for you tonight. I'm trying to provoke you to say enough is enough. I'm standing up on the inside. I'm not going to live like a prisoner. I'm not going to listen to those accusations. I'm going to rule over my mind. I'm going to rule over my soul. I'm going to rule over my emotions. I am going to be whole. I am going to be healthy in my mind. I'm going to make it a goal this year to have the mind of Christ. 
I'm going to have a prosperous mind. I'm going to have a prosperous soul. Because if I want a prosperous life, prosperity starts in my soul. It starts in my mind. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. My future has got to start in here. If I want to change my tomorrow, if I want to change my circumstances, I've got to be whole and healed and think differently. Romans 5 verse 17 says that we can rule and reign in life through the one, Christ Jesus. We can take every thought captive. We can demolish every stronghold. You don't have to be walked over by an enemy tonight. Tonight is the night to stand up on the inside and say, devil, you're not taking any more territory in my soul. You're not taking any more territory in my emotions. You're not going to make me feel that I'm rejected. You're not going to make me feel that, 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 that I'm a victim. I'm not going to have that mentality in my life. I'm not going to keep on looking back to my childhood and have regrets and have remorse and have condemnation because there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. I am making the move tonight. I am making the decision tonight to move into a new season because God wants me healed and God wants me whole. Secondly, the kingdom gives us authority and power to enforce the will of the Father over demons and sickness. Matthew 9 verse 35, it says this, And Jesus went throughout all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom and healing every disease, every disease amongst the People, Matthew 10 verse 1, Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority. Here you go, the authority that the master had. He gives to his disciples, which is us. He gave them authority to drive out spirits and to heal every. Jesus healed every disease. We're called to heal every disease. There's no difference. Doesn't matter what we see. Doesn't matter what we can't explain. Doesn't matter what's happening in our family. Doesn't matter if we've lost loved ones. We are believing what Jesus has said above circumstances. Above what we see with our natural eyes, we are believing that he has given us authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal Every disease and sickness. Verse 7, as you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near or is at hand or is present. We mentioned that earlier. Heal the sick. He didn't say pray for the sick. He said heal the sick. He didn't say tell them to go away tomorrow and, and, and talk about it and negotiate with that sickness. He said Heal. That's authority. He's already done the work, you see. That's what we've got to remember. He's finished his work at the cross. He's dealt with sin and sickness and demons and powers of darkness. And he, he took all of the sickness of the world upon himself. And he's given us authority to heal all sickness. And we've got to believe that, beloved. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. I'm believing for that. Raise the dead. Cleanse those who have leprosy. Drive out demons. 
Freely you have received. Freely give. Just like Jesus was called, anointed, commissioned with the authority of God to heal the sick and cast out devils. So every believer in this room, you've got to believe this. Every believer in this room, every believer that's watching right now, you are called to heal the sick, cast out devils. He has given you and he's given me power and authority to heal every disease, every sickness, to release people from every demonic spirit that's oppressing their lives. And we mustn't settle for anything less. We have to believe that we have more authority than anything that we face in this world. That when we come up against sickness or demonic oppression or mental illness, we have to believe that the anointing and the authority and the grace upon our lives will bring transformation. Transformation to people's lives. In Jesus' name. The Word of God is our confidence. The Word of God is our guarantee. The Word of God is our legal right. This is a legal document. It legally gives you and I the right to heal the sick. It is a legal supernatural document. It is the Old and the New Testament. The complete works of God. The finished works of God. And Jesus has given you and me the authority and the power to heal the sick. Cast out devils. Raise the dead. Heal the leper. Give sight to the blind. See the deaf made whole. See signs, wonders and miracles because our message and our gospel is not just a word of proclamation. It is a word of demonstration. And the word of God is our guarantee. For 1 John 3 verse 8 says, For this purpose was the Son of God manifest, but to destroy... Destroy works of the evil one. Because Jesus has destroyed the works of the evil one. We have authority and we have power to enforce his victory. We are not praying, we are not pleading for victory. We are here to enforce. There's a difference. Wherever you go, wherever you are, you are there to enforce the victory that Jesus Christ wrought on the cross. Hallelujah. For you and for me. That's why Jesus said in Matthew chapter 16, he said, he said, I've given you the keys of the kingdom. He said, whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. Listen, we've got to bind sickness and lose health. We've got to bind evil spirits and loose people into freedom. We've got to use the keys of the power and the authority that we have in Christ Jesus. Let me say this to you. Keys are of no use to you unless you use them. You go home to your house tonight, unless you've got a key and you open that door, you ain't getting into that house. If you've lost, go to your car. You ain't going to be able to open that car, start that car, get to your house unless you have the key. 
And you know, just like we've got natural keys, we've also got spiritual keys. And we need to use those keys. We need to use the power and the authority of the Word of God and say to every demon and every power and principality, just like Jesus said in Luke chapter 4, it is written, it is written, it is written. It's time to take authority over sickness. But let me say this as well. It's time to take authority over devils. I believe we're in a new season where we're going to see an increase. Not only of the healing power of God, but also the delivering power of God. I believe we're going to see demons cast out. I believe we're moving into a new realm where the demonic, hallelujah, it's even going to tremble when they come in the room. There's going to be such a saturation and a glory of God. Demons are going to scream out and they're going to leave people's lives even in the worship and in the praise. And as the servants of God stand up, devils are going to leave. And people are going to come into wholeness in their soul and in their minds. Because the kingdom has come and his will is being done on earth as it is in heaven. As much as Jesus healed the sick, he also cast out devils. And there are so many people, so many young people in my nation and probably in your nation that are just bound by demons and bound by Mental illness and at a point of suicide and so many young people have just taken their lives because a devil has possessed them and a devil has got into their minds and into their hearts. And we've got to cast them out and release our youth from the powers of the evil one. The youth doesn't belong to the enemy, the youth belongs to God. We need to reclaim our youth. We need to call back the young men and the young women that need to serve the purposes of God in their generation. We need to believe that there will be a move of God in youth that will not only heal them but deliver them from evil spirits. Jesus said this in Matthew 12 verse 28. He said, if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, the kingdom of God has come amongst you. If you're in this room tonight and if you're under any form of demonic attack, whether it's spiritual or physical, you have the right tonight to be free. In the name of Jesus, demons have to bow. Demons have to leave when we mention the name of Jesus. And there are servants of God in this room right now. And we're saying we're going to do battle with you. We're going to stand with you. We're going to love you as we pray for you. We don't want to see you leave this place tonight with any devils attacking and harassing your mind. We want to see you free. We want to see those chains fall off you so that you can live in complete freedom and liberation in Jesus' name. I remember a few years ago being in a meeting just like this and as I was preaching there was a lady that came in and she was on the back row and as she came in I looked up from my notes and I was just looking at what was happening in the gathering and as I look I saw her and I saw her when she came in there was a snake down her back and she was bent over but there was this snake on her back and she came in and she sat down and all the time I was preaching, I just saw this snake clear, Pastor John. It was just clear there. And in the end, I, I couldn't carry on preaching. 
I, I just said, sister, I didn't say she had a snake on her back when I called her up. Sometimes you've got to use a little bit of wisdom. But I asked her to stand up. I said, sister, I, I, I see there's a problem in your back right now. She said, yes. She said, I, I've had problems in my back and in my bending for 12 years on my back. She said, at times I just can't get up. I said, you're going to be free tonight in the name of Jesus. And I didn't even get off the platform. I, I looked at her. I pointed my hand just like Jesus did. Because we're to be Jesus world amen as he is so are we in this world I pointed my finger at her and I said sister that spirit of affirmity leaves you right now in the name of Jesus she shrieked she just cried out she screamed and she fell to the floor and you know by the end of the meeting I carried on preaching they got her up and she said I'm completely healed She said, I've had this problem for 12 years. I didn't tell her the issue, but I said, you're free and you can live free right now in the name of Jesus. You see, we've got people that come into our gatherings and get saved. And they've dealt with things in a past life that they shouldn't have dealt with. And we need to pray for them. We need to get them baptized in the Holy Ghost. We need to get them baptized in water. But we need to be discerning and see if there's any spirits we need to cast out in the name of Jesus. I remember a, a young lady that came to Christ a few years ago just before we started traveling. and She had nightmares every night after Christ. She'd been a Christian for about five months. And she said, I keep on having these nightmares. And we started praying for her. And the Holy Spirit said to me and Anna, the Lord said to us, he said, just pray for her now and ask her if she's been involved in the Ouija board. I said, how long have you had these headaches? I said, because you've been involved in the Ouija board. She said, yes. She said, the headaches started five years ago and they came most nights because I dabbled in the Ouija board and now I realize that I never, never should have. We prayed for her. We cast out that spirit and no nightmares came after that. Why? Because it was a spiritual attack. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities in the heavenly places. Don't look at the fruit. Go to the root. Heal the sick. Cast out devils. If you've got any type of cancer in your body tonight, we're going to cast it out in the name of Jesus. If you're watching right now, if, if, if you've been affected or if you're going through different types of treatment for cancer, we're going to command it to leave right now in the name of Jesus. If there's been any of that in your family line, we're going to command it to leave in the name of Jesus. I don't know where you sit with this, but you know, Smith Wigglesworth always believed that it was a spirit behind cancer and leukemia. And he had a 100% success rate every time he prayed for people with cancer because he dealt with those devils behind that sickness and there was complete healing. I hate that disease. Come on, get angry right now. I hate cancer. I hate leukemia. I hate, I hate any kind of terminal disease that takes a person to their death very, very quickly. We've got to see that erased in the name of Jesus. This should be a health zone, a healing zone, a glory zone. That when people come amongst the people of God, they get released from cancer and leukemia and terminal disease in Jesus' mighty name.
And if there's anybody in the body that's suffering with that, we've got to stand with them and pray with them and believe with them and confess with them and stand and say, look, I've got your front guard. I've got your rear guard. I've got your side guard. You might not be able to pray at times, but I'm standing in the gap. I'm praying. I'm praying those healing scriptures over you. I'm standing with you. When you're weak, I'm strong. I'm going to hold you up. I'm going to speak those prayers of blessing over you. You're coming through the other end because the enemy ain't going to take your life. Finally, kingdom authority and power is released when we preach the gospel. It's a kingdom gospel. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God unto salvation. Our gospel isn't just a gospel of word, it is a gospel of demonstration. It's a gospel that carries authority. It's a gospel that carries government. It's a gospel that covers, that carries rule because it represents the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I've already mentioned that Jesus said in Matthew 24, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the earth and then the end will come. My prayer for believers across this planet, my prayer for you in this hour, whatever you do, whatever you are, is that you will get a fresh stirring, a fresh awakening, a fresh zeal, for the gospel of Jesus Christ because every one of us in this room tonight are ambassadors. We are light, we are salt, we are a city on a hill that must shine the light of God in the darkness of this world. Jesus said first of all that he was the light and then he turned to every one of us in this room and he said you are the light. Wherever there is darkness there is light. Light is greater than darkness. The first thing you find in Genesis chapter 1 is that darkness was covered in the face of the earth and then God said. And what did he say? Let there be light. And the words that God said is the words that we should say wherever we are placed in this world. Let there be light. Don't complain about the darkness. Don't be in fear of the darkness. Don't look at just what's happening in the world. Turn the light on. Be the light. Be Jesus' hands, be Jesus' feet, be Jesus' mouth. Whenever you get an opportunity, share the gospel and say, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory. Forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you right now for your power and your authority in this place. Thank you, Lord, like Esther, we've been brought to the kingdom for such a time as this. This is our moment. This is our hour. We know that we're in the last of the last days. And we want to see, Lord, a manifestation of your kingdom. 
In fact, Jesus said that you would build your kingdom, you would build your church, but you've called us to advance your kingdom. And you've given us the keys of your kingdom, and we believe right now, Lord. And we pray that your kingdom will come, your will will be done in this place tonight as it is in heaven. Right now, Lord, we take authority over every sickness, every devil, every demon, every power, every principality. And we command a release of the powers of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, the authority of God. We take authority right now over every sickness, every disease, every attack on every mind, every soul, every emotion. We take authority. We rule over it right now. And we call for your kingdom. We say, come kingdom of God by the Holy Spirit in this room tonight. In Jesus. Mary name. If you're suffering from any kind of cancer, any kind of terminal disease, any kind of sickness that's related to that, might not be terminal, but if there's anything in your family, anything in your family tree, I want you to come out right now. We're going to break it off you in Jesus' name. If that's you watching by TV right now, whether it's through Facebook or YouTube, I want you to put your hand on your body right now and we're going to curse it in the name of Jesus. And we believe that something is going to be cut off. If that's anybody tonight in the room, come forward quickly. Come forward. Come forward in the name of Jesus. Come forward right now in Jesus' name. We're breaking that off in Jesus' mighty name right now in the name of Jesus. We declare... That nothing is going to take your life. We command all terminal disease to leave right now in the name of Jesus. And we declare that this is miracle time. We declare that this is healing time. We declare that the medicine of the word is going to go deep into your heart. And we declare as your days will be, so will your strength be in the name of Jesus. That the power of God is going to come upon you right now. In Jesus' name, and heal you from the inside out. God was really moving in this place, and we want you to experience all what he has for you. Make sure to visit us in person. Check out www.tgpoa.com for info on how to find us. We hope to see you here soon.